always around this time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so every, anyways, all the all the fancy stuff is packed away. All of the uh, I'm not going to get it back, or I'm you know I'll never find it at even a reasonable price again. All that stuff's uh, still packed away from this past weekend in in that scare of storms. But you know, yeah, all, all that's left is Neo. The two MMC and then MPs, dude. That's what uh, that's what sucks about, you know. Like I can't pack all that. I just don't have the room to pack all that stuff away in case of a weather emergency. You know, like everything that I've got packed away, like it's safe. You know, it is it is locked down, secured beyond like. I mean, I would even argue if it got you know picked up and dropped somewhere, as long as like a bunch of debris didn't fall on it. Like ideally, it's in the scenario where you know, the walls like in the house just give out and fall that way. They won't, you know, they won't crush it mm-hmm. just because of the support beams. Um, and you know, like I said, that's the, that's the best case scenario. The, uh, the worst case scenario is that it all gets picked up and dropped a few miles out and I go on a scavenger hunt. So and you find it under a ton of rubble. <laughs> yeah. Just, under a bunch of rubble. <laughs> You just find a bunch of gray powder as your prototypes. Like, no, it's just it's just through a tree, man. It's like that's <laughs> done about sword. Just... <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the deal. Like I made sure at least one of each MP was packed away. Um, so There's shards of glass in your tr- the tree over next door, just from all of your detox. <laughs> the Ramulus card is just like stuck in a tree. Just... <laughs> It's, just it's like, like that. but it's undamaged. Yeah. It's like that uh the shards of glass ice cream or whatever, that non-smoking commercial. That I've I've not seen. I saw oh, the it's... uh the, the band, the band, uh the quote unquote the band. I mean it's obviously it's a fake uh Pop Rocks commercial that was uh, popping up on Facebook. I have not seen week. that one yet. And if what am I gonna do? I, I know what I'm gonna do. And he's just like you know, you see her like get by his pants and like she unbuttons and undoes it and drops him. He's just like, no, we're going to be here all day. And she puts pop rocks in her mouth. And then like, anyways, <laughs> he's, he's making like, oh, faces. And uh, like they, they showed like the money shot. <clears throat> and uh, It was and like people are like, I can see why this is banned. I was like, I can see why this is fake. <laughs> Oh, some so, funny anyways, shit on the internet. Anyways, welcome to Stasis Lock, episode 128, same time, different station. I'm your host, Primal Sabbath. This feels weird. Feels uh, feels strange not having Chris do all that stuff. Feels so, right, right, doesn't it? I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I hate I hate doing the extra work. So uh, hopefully we will be joined by uh, Joe later. He, uh, he's right here. He's having some problems. Or, or right okay, now. Okay, cool. He's He's in. Good deal. So we're joined. We're joined by who we need to be joined by. Um, oh, that's awesome. All right. So intros. It wasn't me. The uh, they're they're fake. Yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's, dude. Yeah, that's the best kind of because I don't have a green thumb. But no one in my house has a green thumb. What's so, up, uh, oh, looks like we're joined by Tyler. Hey, boo boo. Figured I'd just jump so, in while uh, I'm on my lunch real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we got, got, got comedy. 
We got MPSP Theater himself, Nikki Pooh, in the chat says, I hate giving this channel views. <laughs> oh, you love it. You love it, Nick. Yeah. Thank don't you, don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Don't you so, be careful uh, when you talk back to Nick, man. He's the type of man to make you sit on his lap. <laughs> or just make me push Josh everywhere. Ooh. So. Well, you're not wrong. Anyways, <laughs> intros. Dalton, where can people find you? I uh, can find me everywhere at Daltonian STFs. All right, that's good. Short and sweet. Joe, where can people find you, man? Um, Here. All right. Even shorter, <laughs> even sweeter. I love it. Brett, where can people find you, man? Facebook. Yeah. All right, Tyler. I'm, try, try to get, I'm trying to get shorter and shorter and shorter. Sir. I'm just like, yeah, man, dude, just, just roll through it. I love it. Um, uh, Tyler, yeah. he's in Canada. He screwed can it up. Me. Yeah, I'm in Canada. You can find me on Instagram at my date with Satan. Uh, you can find me here every other two weeks. So much edge. Uh, glad to have you here, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, anybody get anything this week? Uh, got a taco tank. Nice. I got a lot is of it the, uh, the, 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 the bathtub t- uh, taco tank, or is it the, the real taco tank? The full size. Uh, it's this... Full size. So, that's a beast. Yeah, yeah I know Dalton likes the, his uh, tentacles. So, no. <laughs> All right, Brad, did you get anything? Coria. Did you say Corada? Is it Corada? Corada, actually, with an L. There's no L. Yeah, there's an L. There's no I L. I call him the snake dude. Uh, do you read Japanese, Brett? For eight bucks, I figured I'll get him back just because I thought he was so cool before. He's one of the. Best. I do like it, man. I, I love the the neo molds, man. They're uh, they're I want very get, original. Yeah, I want to get uh, what was the horse? Mock kick. Mock kick. Mock kick. I want to get that one. Just just yeah. grabbing some of the ones if they're super cheap. Like you you just want to brush the mane, don't you? I hate that. Yeah. Uh, his hip kibble is. Like it's wonky. Like it won't sit. Which one? Uh, on mock. Kick. Okay, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. You, you can snack beforehand. I literally just told you I'm on my lunch. Shut up. Those those, those uh, protein bars. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're on your lunch break, Tyler, did you get anything? Um, I did. I got the Takara Generations Rhinox or Legends Rhinox. Was it Still the? Uh, the I haven't opened it yet. The. The, the the Takara Generations or was it that uh, <clears throat> Tokyo Toy Show one? Uh, Takara Generations. I will. I don't know. Nice. I'll check on the box yeah. uh, when I get home. But and then I got the um, Titans Return Lyo Convoy as well. Nice. I like that man. Like I, I like that as Alpha Trion too. But um, mm. I really I'm did. I'm gonna try also... and track down the the Combo Bat, and I'm gonna have a display with the three of them. Or well, those two with my Throne of the Primes Optimus Primal. Yeah. And then I'm just waiting on a big convoy. Yeah, man, I was going to say, all we need is just a kind of robotic, sort of organic big convoy. And it'll, uh, I think that'll, that'll look pretty nice. Real quick to answer Nick's question. uh, No, the Taco Tank is not Scuba. He used it in the show, but it came with Ickard, his cousin, who was just a Scuba repaint. Um, Yeah. Blue scuba, but it uh blue and white scuba, yeah. but pretty 
pretty sweet thing. Gabar joined us in the chat, so good deal there. Thanks for watching, fellas. Uh, Dalton, did you say you got anything? I did not. I've got Ooh, a few things coming, crazy. hopefully. Ooh. To be continued. I got hmm. uh, Transformers Prime stuff. Yeah, I got the... All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> do whatever. Transformers Prime is yeah. great. The toy line was great. The show's great. Uh, second only to Beast Wars. But um, I got the, the, the Megatron, the Voyager Megatron, the R.I.D. Second Edition whatever R.C. And I think that's it, man. I want to say something else came in, but maybe it didn't. Maybe it's just I may stuff have a line on a bunch of those vehicles, like the good ones. Yeah, the, 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 one, the main line. I might, dude. No, I'm, no, no. I'm definitely interested in at least three of them. I didn't care for the first editions. Okay. So, but um, but I'm I'm definitely on a huge Transformers Prime kick. I think I have some waiting at a uh, Joe's uh, toy house and uh, singles meet and greet. Yep. Oh, should I talk about what I got at the Big Bad Toy Swamp, or should I just wait until I get it in? I mean, technically, my house is your house, so it's at your house. True. My house. True. I uh, I finally picked up a Drancron thanks to Dakota, the uh, the last of the uh, Blendtrons that I need. And he was complete. I was kind of worried at first because I didn't see the missile after I'd bought it and after he'd paid me for it. I was like, oh, oh shit! But no, it had it had the missile. So that, that's uh, the Sky Shadow repaint, right? Yes, yeah. the fusil. Yeah. Yeah. So that one looks and good. relatively cheap. I think it was sixty to from uh, Yahoo Japan to my doorstep. Yeah, you know fees, yada yada yada, but still not too bad uh, for that one. I think it came with paperwork too, Tyler. I'd have to I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure it came with like a little card and all that. It's so. awesome. Well, in that case, I do have something. It's uh, Noctoro. Just waiting on it to arrive. Yeah, right. I hadn't even it haven't even shipped yet. So, oh my god, <laughs> I told dude, I told you to go out at some point this week. Like Joe, your stuff has been ready for a week and a half now. It's just pay four dollars shipping. I guess oh that. God. It is true. You have to wait like two weeks. <laughs> Dude, Big Bad Toy Swamp <laughs> has a uh, a definite like grace period of waiting. It's anywhere from two weeks to f before we uh, before we get that stuff out. So, um, oh, Nikki Poo, I'm not gonna do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we have no episode review tonight. We have no beast banging tonight. Uh, and we have no what's going to be a new thing, collector interview. Uh, that'll be in three weeks, two weeks, whatever. May the 8th, I think, is when we got that set up. So uh, we do have a little bit of news. Came kind of last minute, which I'm good with. And that is we got a height on the JX Megatron uh, figure. Oh, wow. I don't know why it's not. Let me pull it up. Okay. That's fine. We're just going to do it this way. All right. I hope uh, you guys can see that. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So this is a centimeter ruler for anyone who doesn't know. Unfortunately, inches aren't uh, a worldwide thing. Looking it up right now for inches. So I think it's literally just America now that uses that. Yeah, man. Greatest country in the world. Uh, it's like, so this one stops at 30 centimeters, 
but it looks like to the top of his head, he may be 35, close to 40, but roughly 14 inches, if I yeah. remember. Just right. under, it's like 13 and three quarters. Right. Probably like, you know, granted, we're just eyeballing it here. Probably it's safe to say 14 inches, uh, just yeah. to the top of his head. So, pecker size for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can maybe zoom this in a little bit. Don't laugh at that, Dalton. That was a pity laugh. There's a reason none really of us was. laughed at it. Hey, Big Dick Dalton, remember? That's true. That's, that's I guess you're the only one that can relate. Looks like uh, he's got a ball-jointed thumb, which this is what I wish they would have done with MP43. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Of course. So that way you can kind of be able to move that around. I'm sure all the other digits are individually articulated. That's all well and good. I would have but, uh, appreciated a wrist swivel on MP43. Uh, he has one, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. On the hand? Yeah. yeah. I, I have sure the figure. Did. I should just go and look myself. But I was watching Bobby <laughs> and he said he didn't have one. Is well, it a uh, there you go. That's oh, your problem? I was going to say, did you bring it to work, Tyler? No. No, no, no. Okay. I'll go take a look when I get home. I'll just look right yeah. now. It's right here behind me. I like how I like how smooth this little orb in his chest is. I don't know. Uh, I mean, compared to everything else with all the texture yeah. and, and whatnot on it, you can almost see who's taking it. You see, you got a window. You got some overhanging lights. Got all that stuff. Smooth and shiny. Yeah, yeah man. I can't wait. Um, another update on this. I believe they're having problems um finding a factory that will do the paint the way they want it so probably Yo, a bit Kara. of a delay dude for real like i think they're <laughs> doing all their stuff in the in the hot toys factory now That'd be so you know i think uh, or the factory that pumps out hot toys so like maybe like i don't know man transmetal 2 stuff like that's going to be difficult cuz there are some shiny parts and i'm sure they don't want anything that's going to be prone to any chipping or uh, over spray, <laughs> right? Over, I mean, just a, a bunch of, of different things, but um, so that's something else that I read as an update. They're um, maybe hit a perfect effect because their paint's always on point, yeah. I mean, I'm maybe. saying that like I know these guys, <clears throat> like, yeah, just hit them up real quick, yeah, you know, get their digits, but like that would be a, that'd be a good uh factory to get into because their paint's always like magnificent. They're right, like, mega power, and they they do great on the paint. I wonder if if the yeah issue because they is... take four years to paint their figures. <laughs> exactly. I'm fine with it if they look great. I wonder if the issue is if they're wanting to find like not necessarily chrome, but like a chrome paint, mm. um, to do for some of the some of the like the red bits or the purple bits or even something like the the like like a chameleon because I know that you know some of those purple would kind of change depending on which way the light hit it in the show. Probably kind of pearlescent. Yeah, yeah, pearlescent is probably the word I should have used. So, Unfortunately, that's a uh, bit of a downer, but hopefully they get it um, figured out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because, man, I want that thing. Just looking at that picture, I'm like, I want that in my hand. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, okay. real quick, showing, he does have a wrist swivel. Hang on. That's excellent. Or should I say, excellent. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you guys go. I got to go back up to the line, but I just figured I'd pop in, get my 10 minutes of fame in.
All right. Well, thanks so, for joining us, Tyler. On the uh, whoever's here for me tonight, you can here. sign off because I'm not going to be on for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and uh, wait for bringing Bye. the show down. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that audio quality. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good show. I'll talk to you guys later. See you later, man. Take yeah. it easy. Anyways, other than that, uh, usual light week for news. So, uh, but if no one yeah. else, else has anything, let's get into some topics. Sweet. So, uh, I wanted to discuss because I started watching um, Transformers R.I.D. 15 uh, kind of late last week, early this week. I didn't watch, like, the, the whole first season is on Netflix, and I was like, well, let's give it a try. And I, would, I would watch it, like, um, doing paperwork and uh, and stuff like that in the in the morning time at work so i think i got through like the first five or six episodes and um it's been tough for sure um going going from because i did i just ended a a transformers prime binge watch and it's it's funny like as i was binge watching i was waiting for the blu-rays that i ordered to come in the mail and as soon as i finished it up the blu-rays got here so typical um (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. So, obviously, R.I.D. 15 is a uh, sequel to Transformers Prime. And I was wondering, because like I'm looking at it the same way a lot of people look at Beast Machines as a sequel to Beast Wars. And, like, I don't know if, if maybe I'm being too harsh, because like I look at Beast Machines as a sequel to Beast Wars, and I love it. Um, I thought it was... Uh, I, I love the dark and grittiness. I love that they were always outnumbered, outgunned, and losing like every single skirmish they got into. Um, and it, not as, it doesn't really necessarily feel like that with RID 15, but as far as like going from Prime to RID and like Bumblebee's talking about like how he, you know, he was like, I have fought Starscream and Megatron. It's like, oh, did you though? Like, and now he's back on Earth, and there's no continuity there. Like, how come he doesn't go to the old base? How does how come he doesn't hit up Agent Fowler? Like, I don't know, man. It's too many too many holes in it for me, and it's it's hard for me to get Has through that. Has it been long enough that. where all the humans and stuff from the end of Prime are dead? I'm assuming so, man. Because like he gets he you know he he gets transported to Earth, and like Cybertron's booming, got a whole bunch of people on it. Mm-hmm. Or Cybertronians, <clears throat> big cities, big monuments to like Optimus Prime and all that other stuff. So I'm assuming it's been long enough to where like maybe they were, you know, th- those particular humans are, are probably all dead or if not, Raph's got to be, you know, an old, old man by now. Um, yeah, it's like a, at least 50 years. Kind of like uh, I mean, animated with the time jump there. The, the beast, like the base infrastructure should still be there. And he's let's camp out in this junkyard. Uh, with this dude and his kid, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I figured they would have at least tried to go back to like, let's, you know, dust the cobwebs off our old, uh, military base. See what we can do there. I mean, that might've been too obvious for the Decepticons because Soundwave was in there. That's the thing. I haven't gotten that far yet. Like, uh, well, no, I in they... prime. Yeah, Maybe. They still had to have had something, I would think. Mm-hmm. Either way, man, I'm just I'm just not feeling it. Like I figured I wouldn't feel it, but I'm definitely definitely not, not digging <laughs> it. So yeah, like, but it's but man, I will defend Beast Machines to my dying breath. So I, I don't I don't know. Am I am I 
am I am I overcritical on RID fifteen? <laughs> like I'm 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 past the the childlike animation or like what I don't know if you guys have, have watched any of it or if you well, guys know anything about it. So I, I think that's the I think that's the big thing about it is they're they're trying to make it more between that age bracket of kids who are watching Prime and Rescue Bots. And they probably just oversimplified things and didn't even think about the continuity. That's I mean, yeah, but it's like like you said, like Soundwave is in that show and he looks just like he does from Prime, right? Yeah. So then um Mm. I, yeah, it doesn't make much sense why they just. Brett, you're muted if you're trying to say anything. For what it's worth, okay, he's not. He <laughs> uh, Joe, I, I'm I, Joe. I know you've watched it. You had to have. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it because I'd be watching it and I'd fall asleep. And then I wouldn't care enough to go back and rewatch some of the episodes. I think it, there was a certain point where it got good and interesting, and then I forgot I was watching it. So I, I will say Beast Machines is definitely the better sequel. It carries more of the heart of the characters and more of the feel, I guess, where this just kind of feels like something totally different. And they're like, yep, it's a sequel, too. Hey, look, we're going to make Prime kind of look like he looked, and we're going to give him all the robots the noseless looks, but we're going to do other things that don't really make sense with stuff. So it's just kind of like, it felt forced, but. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see what you're saying there. Like that, that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. Um, I, I just can't help but wonder if, like, we're going to be the ones that in, you know, whatever, 10 years that are just like, yeah, man, R.I.D. 15 was trash. And, like, subsequently, uh, Cyberverse was or <laughs> is or whatever. I don't know because I'm, I'm just I'm not that far along. I like to give everything a shot. Cyberverse is actually pretty good. Um, it's a totally, totally its own thing. That so it's not a continuation? Super short. Nope. nope. It's, it's oh. a whole new thing. The episodes are super short. Like they're 11 minutes long, which is arguably too short because it's, it's like you get into it and then it's done. But yeah, it's, it's a lot like that. Good. It's a lot like, like Justice League action where it's just little 10 minute segments. Is that like yeah. Teen Titans Go? Like that? No. No. Well, I mean, like it's because that's short, isn't it? Isn't that a. I think those are standard episodes. I don't know. Hmm. Either well, way. I'm. Cyberverse is great. My only complaint with that is that the toys are garbage, so I'm not buying them. If they had good toys, I'd be happy to buy them. But that's that's fair. That I mean, that's the same with RID. Most of the toys weren't that great. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Roki Teller in the chat said that uh, Cyberverse gave us Rack and Ruin for the first time on television, and that's pretty interesting. Like I feel, um, you know, because I, I'm a records guy. Uh, if I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming there isn't a toy for Rack and Ruin, but if they made even just a like a half-ass attempt at that, I'd still probably pick it up because I, dude, I just don't want to make a custom Rack and Ruin. Um, I'd rather yeah. just buy one, and it's it's, yeah. it's 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 a hard one to do because it's so uninteresting. It's just uh, two dudes uh, conjoined at the arm. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm just like I'm, I've been watching RID 15. I'm like, man, this sucks. But you know, like I said, uh, a lot of people have told me that 
Beast Machine sucks, and I suck because I like Beast Machines. Uh, they haven't they haven't gone that far, but um, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just like sequels just aren't uh, they aren't what they used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some things that are interesting about it, like some of the like Chris has been saying, the designs of the Decepticons are really interesting. Yeah, who's the? Uh, is it Steel Jaw? Yeah, he looks pretty cool. Um, the Thunderhoof. Uh, <laughs> I thought he. I thought he had a cool accent. I, I thought it was funny with that. Uh, that mobster gangster, and like that. That made me appreciate his character in Beast Wars Uprising a lot more because I didn't like. I didn't have a voice to put to that character, that dialogue, in that pro story. So. Uh, yeah, good old, good old Frank Stallone helping you out. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know if that's the voice actor. If that's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know that reference, Dalton. But thank you. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's who it is. Okay, because I don't know who that person is. I like the yeah, I like the yeah. old like the old fifties gangster talk. I think that's a nice touch. Yeah. So, no one else has anything to add. I don't know, man. Like Beast Machine, do Beast, Beast Machine's just. Hit all the right notes for me as a sequel, and I thought it wrapped up fairly cleanly for what it did. So I, my only problem is that it just wasn't as long. Um, the second season of Beast Machines outshined the first for sure, but that's not to say the first season was terrible. Considering like we're about to start checking out Beast Machines, so um, getting the hype up, making it real. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, no, does anyone else have anything they want to add to it? Not really. I mean, I'm. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm just kind of neutral on RID. I mean, it's a thing. So yeah, I hear you, man. All right. Uh, another one that I have been uh, getting getting a lot of. I feel or seeing a lot of it, and you know, maybe maybe I'm uh, I'm a little too maybe I'm too relaxed in my outlook on like what's okay and what isn't okay. Or, you know, maybe I'm too crucial on what I think outrage is. But um, I feel like there's a lot of fandom outrage on quality control. And Here we go. Yeah. Uh, so I've gotten, I've, I've gotten, you know, a little bit of it. And, like, I'm not trying to call anybody out or, you know, or anything. It's just a lot that I've seen in the last few weeks. Um, really in the last couple of years on stuff like uh, – like like quality control, you know, you got you had the the masterpiece Dinobot, and there was always something way before that or leading up to it. It was always something to do with uh, with quality control, and I don't know if maybe because of the internet and and because of Facebook or there's more people in the fan. It just it seems like there's a lot more of it now than what there used to be. Just a an outcries and you know people complaining and. You know, oh, this 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 is trash. This isn't worth this, and what have you. Uh, so, in your guys' opinion, uh, is fan the the outrage on quality control? Is it out of hand, or do you think it's completely warranted? Don't. It's it's gotten out of hand. Like the the way people are approaching it is just over the top. Like we we spoke about the whole Megatron situation before. There there have been. No more than what twenty people, if not less, that have had that happen. And then th- there's been plenty of other G1 MPs that have fallen apart. I just I don't get why right now it's gotten worse than it has in the past, let's say eight years. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, I get that. I mean, like, quality control issues are going to happen. User error or not, like, it's it's going to happen. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't know, like... Like, to, to, to use an example, uh, the Encore Godfire Convoy. I think that was a... that That's probably a better example to use because all of them were... Um, Faulty, defective. They, yeah, they all—they all, like, were weird all, and warpy and mm. loose, loose connections in some areas. Fortunately, man, the one that I got not that bad. There was one, one port that just wasn't up to up to snuff, and it's not a port that I used. His little, his little gun, his little shoulder gun. I never even used it, so it wasn't that big of an issue to me. So, like the the forearm connections are a little uh, janky, but uh, overall. Yeah, I, I feel like I got a decent one, but because so many were faulty, Takara issued a recall, and therefore, you know, whatever, whoever bought what got their refunds if they sent it into their retailer of choice. Assuming they were smart and they bought it from a retailer, that's another uh, huge thing there. Because I've seen some stuff of people like, "Well, I got my figure off of eBay." I'm like, why'd you do something that dumb? You know, not to. Uh, not to call anybody out, but not to and, and not to pick on anybody either, but like buying stuff off of eBay, like there is no, you know, like maybe like I know some of these retailers have their own eBay pages and that's all well and good, but why not just buy it from them directly? eBay offers eight months. You can return it even if you don't want it. <clears throat> really? Yep. Really? Yeah, really. Yep. Dude, I'll, I'm going to level with you. eBay is 100% towards the buyer, 100% yeah. seller. I would never sell anything on eBay. That's the thing, man. Like, I don't know if I've sold anything in the last eight months, but if anybody that bought anything from the last eight months hit me up and was like, oh, hey, I broke this. Oh, hey, I don't want this anymore. Do tough luck. You could try, but you still have to go through the the whole, um, help me out, not complaint, but. Return policy and everything, yeah. but but there's just because of the wording in the contracts, there is a good chance that you could lose as a buyer, or I'm sorry, as a seller, even if the guy just doesn't want. So. Oh, that's oh, that that's sucks, crappy. man. That I, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a good reason to get it through from eBay. You know, you you get your yeah, eight, you know, eight months, eight months buyer's remorse, and you can just return it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's freaking nuts, man. That's no, that's that's not okay. Nothing about that's okay. <laughs> but I'm but I mean, okay, so like that that kind of defeats the argument then. So if anybody if anyone got this thing from eBay, they could just send it back to the to eBay or defective piece. I'm assuming an eBay seller that got it new got it through the proper supply channels. So there, there's a way for them to send it back to the car so they get reimbursed. And, and it's just a, it's a chain thing. Regardless, they offered reimbursements is, is really what I'm trying to get at here. So, you know, but a lot of people were flipping out, man. They were just trashing it, bashing it. And, you know, the typical oh, the car sucks because it's a broken toy, uh, which we get a lot. I feel like we get a, we get a bunch of that now. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, absent suck guardian. Joe, suck it. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so, anyways, like 
that that's kind of I, I guess that's kind of like my retort to it is it doesn't have to be just a masterpiece toy. I mean, I see it all the time. Either you know, like a lot of people seem to feel the sting when it's a three hundred dollar toy or two hundred twenty if they bought smart. Um, <laughs> but it's it's so it's minimal minimal effort uh, to return it if if it's if it's faulty. Like Amazon, I think gives you like what thirty days. If if there's anything wrong with it or something like that, Amazon Japan, mm-hmm. like you you let them know that uh, you got a faulty piece, and they'll I want to say they email you a, a shipping label, so you repack it back up, send it back to them, they get it, and then they send you a new one. Um, like I said, man, like minimal minimal effort, and, and hassle free to return this stuff if if even if it does break, uh, and it's not on a wide scale. If it's on a wide scale, they'll issue the recall. And then, you know, that's that's when you make mm-hmm. a personal choice. Do you uh, take the chances? Do you accept the hand that you've been dealt? Or do you return it and get your money back? And, you know, that's that's that at the end of the day. Yep. Joe, uh, what, 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 what are your thoughts, Joe? I don't know. I think people can overreact. And then we get hit with the vocal minority. Oh, my toy broke. Okay. Yeah. Well, how'd you break it? What What did you do to break it? And then they blame it on the factory, and it's just. I mean, they blame it on the company, not the factory. Oh yeah, that's the thing. And even it's true. Yeah, maybe some faulty samples will get through. It's bound to happen. They're making thousands of these. They're not all going to be perfect. So it happens. But there's more people saying, "Hey, mine is fine," than there are saying, "Hey, mine is broken." So, I don't know. And then people just expect complete perfection out of some of these figures. It's just like, really? I mean, I get they're expensive, but... They expect a masterpiece? What? They expect a masterpiece, would you say? Yeah, I guess. But, (laughs) I don't know. Can can a masterpiece really be mass-produced? I'll put that. I'll put Ooh. that into. Ooh, Joe. Ooh, dude, that's deep. I'll mm-hmm. put this into perspective, and Brett may be able to back me up on this. I remember at Botcons, man, uh, there was always like the same dude that would have his box set at the info booth. Oh, yeah, I remember about, you like, talking about that. Like a like a speck of overspray, like minimal minimal overspray. Uh, it was or, you. Or something was, <laughs> dude. That's that's the thing. It it wasn't me. My uh, my 2015. Uh, who was the who was the the triple changer? Uh, what was his name? Battle Trap. Battle Trap. My my 2015 Battle Trap. I think I think his eyes were oversprayed. I just didn't give a shit about it. I was like, whatever. It happens. You know, 91 percent isopropyl alcohol, Q-tip, toothpick, whatever. Take care of it. There was always that one guy that was, I mean, he was there and he was just like, you know, this ball joint is ever so slightly loose or, you know, this screw wasn't tightened all the way. Something, dude, I saw it every year. It, it was, it was like clockwork. Yep. So there, there are those people out there and like Joe, you, you kind of, since you do deal in, in some of these, these newer release things, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you have a, a better perspective on that than the rest of us. Like, like the big power that I got having uh, two right hands. I'm just like, yeah, well, just figure it out. Give me a left hand whenever you get it to yeah. me. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I'm probably gonna send you the one for mine, just because it, it can take forever sometimes for these companies to reply. Like, 
people don't realize, hey, my figure has a defective part. And then they expect that the next day it's like, okay, there's a process. Contacting the company saying, hey, I need this. And then it's it's a long process. Sometimes it can take weeks or months to the company to actually get the part. So and I'm guessing you you have to go also go through the distributor for something like that too, right? Just a lot of times it can be straight with the company though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure. Like I said, I don't have to deal with it. I just know that like mm -hmm. I'm cool because I know eventually I'll get the proper hand. But like shit happens. Like it just does. Mm -hmm. Um. And I like even on something like that big powered, which wasn't a cheap set. It's like what 160 bucks. Yeah. Um. I like I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, I noticed somebody's uh, little that little red fella, uh, Road Rage Fire, whatever his name is. Um, like someone took a picture of theirs, and I saw that he had two left hands, and I didn't say anything because I was like, "Man, I want to ruin this guy's day. He'll figure it out." <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, like I was seeing, it and I was like, mm, "He doesn't know." I'm just gonna. And it was it was one of those nice picture takers too. So well, what about the, uh, the factories that are putting Cheetor's legs on backwards? <laughs> <laughs> that must have that must have happened like mid transit, like factory switch, Cheetor legs going on backwards. So I gotta say, this Let's... stasis lock looks a lot like the old stasis lock. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> New boss, same as the old boss. Brett, what about you, man? What uh how do you feel about the outrage on quality control, quote-unquote quality control? I don't think it's any different than it was before. People are going to gripe. They always do. I don't think it matters if it's about Beast Wars, G1. There's, you're you're going to have the whole gamut of those that are happy with what they get, those that gripe because there's a speck of paint, uh, you know, and then you try to explain on Facebook or whatever about, hey, you know, you just, you know, <clears throat> Uh, floor polish shine and it'll tighten up or you know like you said a little q-tip and and alcohol get that little overspray uh and some people would be okay with that but then others would bitch that i shouldn't have to do that i paid this much for this toy and blah 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 so yeah. it's it's always been that way i think the only difference or, is it's because of all the outlets that they can vent you just hear about it more that's all and and like that's another thing too um kabar had mentioned in the in the chat he said uh it's definitely the internet that megatron thing thing blew up on the boards when there were less than three reports and like the thing is we don't know if all three of those reports were from the same guy posting in three different spots you know what i mean because mm -hmm. everyone's got like a different you know you, you got your real name you use on facebook you have your name you use on your bo on boards you know some people even have different names for different you know forms of social media or different you know fan sites so well then and then the pictures you know it could be the same person in a different room each time so that probably not as likely but possible for sure definitely possible um you know but but either way like you know it's that that whole fandom chaos thing gets blown way out of proportion i like how brett took the old man approach he was just like oh they've been doing it for the last 20 years they're gonna keep doing it 20 20 21 <laughs> <laughs> 21 Dude. that's alex jones in his 80s sounds like you're counting down to like collecting retirement it's <laughs> like you're like five more years five more years <laughs> or less <laughs> and all and all this can be yours 
So, uh, ah, there's only, there's like one thing that you got that I'm going to have to make some payment plans on, Brett. So, I'll holler at you. Everything, <laughs> we'll make a deal. Almost everything has a price. We'll make a deal. We'll make a deal. Chris, uh, I know you don't, you don't really uh, give a shit what people say on the internet, but do you think that uh, the outrage on quality control is getting out of hand? Well, you, you deal with like Lego and shit, so... I'm sure you've got um, something to add to it. Well, it's the thing. They don't have quality control issues. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, a, it's a great product and better in all ways. Um, I think well, if we're going to make the comparison, um, Lego has really good uh, customer support for quality issues where you don't really hear about problems because they, if anybody complains about anything, they fix it. When you're dealing with like these Takara products and you're in the U.S., like you got to go through middlemen sometimes, that being the distributors. And uh, I don't think it's as cut and dry as, you know, this piece was missing, this piece was broken. They'd be like, he's got two right hands. And they're like, well, how much of it's wrong or, you know, send us a picture because I don't, I don't know. There's like not a number associated with everything as far as the consumer knows. So right. I think there's a little bit of gray area as far as you're like, mine doesn't work right. Okay. Tell me more. I also think like, like to be fair with Lego, it's all bricks, right? I mean, there's different, you know, everything you got- has a number, uh, an eight digit or a seven digit number. Right. And the color of the part is built into that number. And it's on the instructions. Like the last page of instructions for anything has everything that's in the set. Right. You don't so, get like, like an inventory for a Megatron. Right. So it's so like, yeah, I was going to say worst comes to worst. They can just uh, dig into however many of those parts that they have run off, stored extra, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, but with Transformers, it's like, okay, well, this piece is on this sprue. Like. Yeah, they it's don't not as streamlined um, yeah. for like fixing problems, right? It's, and, it's and I know it's not the uh, the idea of your question isn't to compare it to another company, but right, that's that's what I know from my experience. As far as people complaining, um, you know, I'm gonna. You said people tend to complain more when the price goes up, and I agree. Like if if the figure JX one comes out and like it's fucking terrible, I'm gonna be pretty upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of money, but it's also like if yours is a, you know, a standalone thing, or if you you're like guy one of five that just got one that just had some bad QC, you know, um, in which like also comparing like third party, that's a whole different beast because since they are a smaller operation, third parties usually, you know, get out there with like replacement pieces, like you you show them what's wrong. They they got you something coming like third party like after, um, aftercare or like after purchase care or whatever is usually a That's lot better is a is a lot better than something like Hasbro or Takara because you know third party is pumping out like three thousand Takara is pumping out twenty thousand you know what I mean or, or more. Um, so I think that's even an unfair comparison to a degree, yeah. but but even still, like if you got a faulty piece that's just faulty all around, you know, it's minimal effort to return it. You know, yeah, the, and the bigger the company that's selling it, the easier it's going to be to return it. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, like, I'm seeing a lot of it lately, and it has uh, it's been kind of a pain in the ass, you know? Um, granted, I mean, I'm fine. Like, both of my pieces are great. You know, wait till forty four has problems. Uh, just wait for <laughs> it. Yeah, because that's that's the uh, that's going to be the most expensive one up to that point. And P four forty. You're not wrong. That's that's a hell of a nickname. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make it up. It's but it's a great nickname. Oh, dude, I thought that was thought that was you, like on the spot. No, no, no. The realm's Damn. been saying that for a while. Damn. Yeah, it's a really good nickname. Yeah, it is. You could have taken taken all the credit for that, dude. Wouldn't do that. So, like I said, man, it's just there's there's so much of uh, and a lot of it's just like plain vitriol, and like it's I feel like a lot of it is also like you know everyone in and you know in an online fandom like they have their team or whatever you know like their guy you know what I mean like they got their their favorite company that can do no wrong and that's all well and good. Um, I ran into that with uh a lot of the MMC guys on uh, them packing that stupid-ass brawn in with that stupid-ass guzzle, and I will continue to say how stupid-ass stupid that is uh, because it is. Stupid-ass dumb. Just stupid-ass dumb. That brawn got a goofy head uh, haircut. I messed that up. He did. <laughs> yeah, man, I think, you know, like, I don't know, like, to me – I don't give a shit how much something costs. Like, I know that even if I do get something that's janky, I can either uh, get a replacement that won't be janky or they're all janky. And if I so choose, I can get my money back. And oftentimes I just choose not to get my money back because I'm fine with, you know, the, the piece that I have and whatever price I paid for it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's fine. So I think the closer... Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed like the 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 life cycle of the collector? It's like everyone was getting into it, they're buying everything, and then people started tapering off, and now everyone's talking about not collecting anymore. It's like a trend now. Um, I think the closer the fandom gets to not collecting anymore, the more uh, the more the price of a product comes into play with uh, how much you want to or will admit to liking it. See, I feel like that's that's also localized to just like us and our friends. You know what I mean? Like the the groups that we are primarily active with. Uh, that whole like, you know, not collecting anymore thing, or you know, washing some hands and getting out. You know, whatever. Like, I don't I don't feel like it's as uh, common. Yeah, or, or often talked about as we see, just because of the circles that we're in. Because, you know, I'll go and I'll look at other circles and this shawl just like, I can't wait to buy everything still, you know, so. Bunch of Dalton's in that group. Dude. <laughs> Bunch of Joe's. Dalton, uh, I think you kind of have the, uh, you kind of, you kind of got it on that, bud. Uh, mm, I've tapered off. I've gotten rid of the, the movie stuff. Look and... at how much you got rid of. Look behind him. <laughs> Dalton, I'll give you $10 million. What all are you going to buy? Other than insulin. Do what? I give you $10 million. What are you going to get other than insulin? <laughs> more, more Beast Wars. <laughs> Dude, if, you're gonna, if you're going to spend $10 million on some Beast Wars, I'll sell you my whole collection for $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big 
toy swamp money. <laughs> Just call it. That's right. Yeah, I'll hand deliver it for ten million. Stick around in Colorado a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> so, did anybody else have anything they wanted to add to that before we hop along to the next and final topic? I, I think it's just become more of this entitled instant gratification crap, to be honest. Like, they, they want everything to be perfect Damn the kids. first they, they want everything to be perfect, like, as soon as it comes out. And as close as it gets, it's never going to be 100% perfect. There's always like going to be more often than not. It is though. Well, you what know, I'm like, saying is that there's always going to be a few bad eggs that slip through the cracks. Yeah. That, that is something else I want to touch on. Like where are these cracks that eggs are falling through? Is it in Joe's I, house? It's just <laughs> in my floor. I wonder, I wonder, is, are those cracks big enough for eggs to slip through? Um, fried eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that's something else. Like, if quality control was 100%, you know, all bad eggs are, you know, gone or they they catch everything, like, it would take us twice as long to get stuff, and it would be probably three times the cost because the way that, you know, they do that stuff in batches. Don't check every single piece off the line. It's like every 100 or every 300 or whatever, depending on how big of a run it is. You know, it's, it's done in one, one every pallet or something like that. Something like that. You know, I'm sure there's a different formula per different company per different, you know, item. But, uh, dude, like if they, you know, went through each one of those pieces, you know, one by one, dude, you like MP440, more like MP1220. You know, be ridiculous. <laughs> MP1080 snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It sucks when it happens, but. I think the point I'm trying to get across and I have been trying to get across is it's easy enough to remedy. Yeah. I got something that's kind of related, kind of not. Well, shoot. What were you going to say, Dalton? I was going to say, it's like what I went through here a couple months ago with Predaking. You know, I ordered one. It came with two of the headstrongs, the rhinos call up. They give me a return form and refund me the money. I just buy a new one. Came perfectly fine. You mm-hmm. bought a box set that came with two of the same figures, and that's supposed to have five different figures. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Yeah, that's I know. That, that <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't realize it until I started taking things out. I was like, "Oh shit!" That's that. That's that Vietnam quality control. That's what that is. <laughs> of course, yeah. that would happen to Dalton. Headstrong, don't surf. What about a uh, what? What about your your Dinobot with the broken shoulders, Dalton? Like oh I know that was a, uh, a pretty bad. I'd, ha- I'd have an issue if they were broken, but. Yeah. Shouldn't hand fist it. <laughs> so what I was gonna say is kinda not really quality control, but more as things age, this is more G1s I've come across, but as the plastic gets older, just from doing the normal transforming breaking, have you encountered that, Brett? Like I know I had a onslaught that its leg just cracked down the middle. Um, Hanny was transforming a G1 Mirage of mine. He ripped it in half. Um, I heard them. I heard that G1 Mirage was a little, like, all those, like, Diaclone toys that were ported over were, like, like they weren't the, the best in terms of being yeah. handled anyways. Like, they yeah, weren't well, meant for well, in it. In addition to the gold plastic syndrome, there's this blue plastic <laughs> 
Um, and it's funny because it actually carried over to GI Joe also. Their their blue plastic on their their soldiers and their uh, officers does the same thing. It'll it gets brittle, so especially okay. if it gets any sort of sunlight. So if you see a uh, mirage and it has that like greenish. Yeah, don't don't transform it. It'll break. Okay. <laughs> it means that when blue turns to green, that means it's sick. It means it's done. <laughs> Just leave don't it alone. <laughs> right. And see, so that would affect Onslaught too, then I guess, because he's kind of a greenish blue, right? Well, he's different, but for some reason that that one is prone to breakage also, but it doesn't follow suit with the same color blue like uh, you know, uh Big Power or Power Convoy, um, Mirage, that blue has problems. Okay. Is How it, much can it, you really expect to play with 35-year-old toys? That's just yeah, it. They, exactly. I mean, none of this stuff was made to last this long in this pristine condition that everyone wants it to be. Yep. I wonder if sealed specimens are also subject to that. I mean, it's like, you know, you look at you look at, like who's going to open a sealed anything from 35 years ago right I, like, i'd say absolutely. absolutely tip yeah i was gonna say typically people keep those sealed but like even even if they didn't have any kind of play or maybe they weren't exposed to the same kind of elements like i'm thinking the oils from your skin interacting right. with the plastic like that has something to do with it like people well, have uh and you may want to check your mp32s but the the back calves that become the upper thighs in robot mode some of that's chipping away and i even saw it on mine little little flex but it's just from the oils uh, from your skin, just touch, you know, just touching that piece, you know? So like, that's well, something else I think to consider. I know that it doesn't matter if they're sealed or not, because the word sealed doesn't mean like vacuum sealed. <laughs> right. Yeah. The air still gets in there. It still decomposes. Taped. And the word is taped. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not, it's not going to stop that. It's still right. going to happen. Uh, they've had, you know, sealed, uh, trying to think of the one one, the uh, Mega Pretender. Uh, Mega Pretender, the Metal Hawk. Um, no, not Roadblock. Uh, Skyhammer. Sky. Yeah. The whole bottom of it is gold plastic, and and they've had sealed specimens where Oof. we're just shattered. Well, that's uh, that's funny. I've I've seen like even stuff as uh, recent as the Beast Machine Snarl. Like I saw like some dude just mm-hmm. opened his up and just taking it out of the plastic tray, everything broke. But then there's pieces that have been open since day one that are fine. There's no rhyme or reason to the the swirling plastic is just, you know, micro fractures. And at some point they give way, whether it's sooner or later, who knows? Yeah. But that, but like, that's like, I guess, yeah, it was the, the oils in our, in our, in our skin. If if maybe that was more of an issue than say like air or potential dry rotting, even, I guess. Could be. That's a, you know what I mean? So, Yeah. Uh, also, nah, it's just the luck of the draw. A question, well, a question for well, that onslaught: is, Are they are those legs like, you know, what what, what is it? Uh, heat welded or whatever they call it down the middle? Sonic welded. Sonic welded. Are they sonic welded at all? Or is that two separate From pieces? The or those future single right. pieces? Which one are we talking about? The G one onslaught. I think they're. I think they were just screwed. They're just screwed in. I'm mm, taking yeah. them apart. It just has to do with that. There's some types of plastic that are more stressed than others. Um, is it uh, a blast off? The the brown plastic is notorious for shattering. And shout out to why. Transmetal Megatron. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the same thing with three blast offs were the little tiny internal clip thing for holding the the top wing. Well, the top wings would always snap. There's four little pegs that stick out for the the wing to sit on top, and they'll they'll break in a heartbeat. Well, Brett, before before that G two breakdown breaks, uh, (laughs) might as well go ahead and sell it to me, man. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Throw, I have thrown that thing up against the wall many, <laughs> many, many times, and it's fine. All right, sweet. $300 off the price. I like it. <laughs> it has. It now has sentimental value, though. <laughs> it survived three wall tosses? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll add another $100 to the well, price just for, your, just for your feelings. Right. My feelings well, are worth uh, more than that. Considering, considering like, dry rotting and – it's just things falling apart. Uh, I was taking down my MP10 just to pack it away for the move, and one of the tires on the trailer is starting to crack. That's ridiculous. So, oh, no. Yeah, it's... It's been six years, so it, it, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Roki Teller had mentioned uh, real quick, he said just like yellowing on white plastic. That's more of a heat issue. Not necessarily sunlight. It's it's a heat issue. Well, just any yellowing people, plastic. Well, there's some people that think that the oils in your skin can accelerate that too. So it yeah. could be something like that. Maybe but these I feel are like all I've, I've finite found, things, and I've we found shouldn't that it's, keep them forever. It's more common to, mm-hmm. to heat, and it's so easy to it's so easy to fix though with uh, uh, peroxide. Peroxide, yeah. Some people use the gel. I don't recommend using the gel because I've seen folks. Uh, I just use the cheap stuff. Strip some paint. I yeah, I use the 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 like, actual liquid stuff. Yeah, the brown bottle. Yeah, the brown. Found yeah. at your local CVS or Walmart, not sponsored by uh, Stasis Lock. Um, oh, yeah, we'll, I, wait, I, we'll wait for I those royalty that, checks. I, those uh, <laughs> <laughs> the that that like starting to yellow. Takara Tigatron, the one that's supposed to be all white and show accurate. I put that in a bucket of that peroxide and set it out in the sun for like seven hours. Um, granted, you know, it's, it's triple the working time of the gel, but it's safer. I didn't have to worry about any paint wiping off or, right. you know, anything like that, but it, it whitened it all back up. And that can be used for anything that's yellowed. It may take a few different times, but eventually it'll, it'll get back to, uh, to where it's supposed to be. Or close. Right, right. So, uh, let me check the chat real quick. I think that's, I think that's it for the. So I can't help but wonder with the plastic on modern figures noticeably getting cheaper, <laughs> will these break down in ten years rather than G ones lasting forty years before they start? breaking down i'll be honest dude i'm kind of i i've been an advocate for the i don't think the plastic's cheaper i think it's if anything it's it's sturdier but it's thinner they're using less of it but i feel like yeah. it's a well all overall that stuff less of it. it it definitely i definitely can feel the difference when i pick up a vintage set of constructicons versus the walmart reissue you can feel right. the difference in the plastic it's just funny. because it, just because it's different doesn't mean it's lesser, though. Well, I I made a, a comment when Fort Max uh, Encore Fort Max came out when it very first came out, and people were talking about stress marks um, where it pegs in at the top, um, automatic stress marks before they uh, you know even transformed it or anything. 
And I just, for the heck of it, I weighed it compared to my G1 and it weighed significantly less, which is, it's the same mold and everything, but because they use right. thinner plastic, it actually weighed less. So it's more susceptible to stress marks and fractures. Well, they gain weight over time. I could. <laughs> this is true. I can attest to that. Um, like the, the, that's something else, though. Like like the the collectors' club tarantulas, the dirt bike. Um, you know, like people were putting stuff in his hands and seeing the stress marks already. <laughs> called him a dirt bike. <laughs> Not a Bert. Di- oh, never mind. Um, but like people were putting those little spider drones in his hands and. Uh, and like immediate and like whenever I was because that's one that I was packing away for the uh, potential storm well, coming through, and I was like, "Oh man, I, you know, if, if these well, cracks, that's... Like, oh well, <clears throat> I can fix it." I, I think that's I think that's a fault of the mold because even Retgar and Junk Heap showed stress marks in their hands just from putting in their little pinwheels. My, my last ones don't though. <laughs> Pinwheel. <laughs> I never heard it called that. Good. Like, would you call me? <laughs> would you? Would you say about my mom? But yeah, I mean, I mean, at least I have it with mine. So I mean, mileage may vary, though. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's true too. With which, like, that's that's one of those weapons that snaps in instead of slides in too. Whereas the little mm-hmm. drones, they you know they slide in like like a pig. There's nothing. Always to... better when it slides in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. got that right. So uh... <clears throat> anyways, uh, what, what, I can't remember what we we're talking about. What uh what we got going? The holes in Joe's floor. Yeah. Yep. Has that egg fallen through yet? Yeah. Petering. <laughs> okay. Ten minutes ago, it fell through. Was it lube? Did he? No, like a tennis ball down a hallway. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, final final topic for tonight. Um, is Transformers fiction, fiction better when the good guys are at a disadvantage? Dalton, you with us? I think he froze. <clears throat> Joe didn't though. Joe's still there. Yep. All right, Joe. He's sucking it in. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dalton, you're robotting, bud. Okay, there he goes. Um. All right, Joe. You can uh I'll let you take first first grabs on this. Um, it depends on the story that they're trying to tell. Sometimes it's fun to get the underdog story. Sometimes it's fun to get the okay. Look, it's a uh, kind of a perfect quote-unquote utopia, good guys rule everything, society. Then you have the group, small groups of bad guy insurgents causing trouble. It depends on the story uh, they're trying to tell. Before Chris says anything, uh, isn't good guy versus bad guy all subjective? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bad guys ever think they were the bad guys. That's something like something I kind of wanted to touch on though, because it seems like the two series where, in my opinion, you know, like the the bad guys definitely had one up on the good guys was Beast Wars and Beast Machines, mm-hmm. and Transformers Prime, and those are held as some of the, or as the most like highest in regard uh, fiction, even even in the IDW comics, man, for the longest time before they ended the war, 
like the the Decepticons had one up on the Autobots at every turn, man. They were just more prepared, better equipped, yeah, everything. And, and it's just those, those were all just great stories. Um, I think I for mean, some yeah, stuff, that's what I'm kind of going through. Go, go, go ahead. Oh, I understand. That's kind of what I'm going through right now. I'm reading uh, Devastation, and they they definitely have a one-up on the Autobots. Isn't that the cel-shaded game? <laughs> no, the the comic Devastation. But also, yes. <laughs> Isn't it all cel-shaded? No. Um, but yeah, man, like like that's that's where I was kind of kind of getting it from because I feel like the Predacons absolutely had one up on the Maximals in Beast Wars. Even even at times when they were evenly matched, it's like the Predacons were always getting to the alien devices first. They were always like they, they always had some form of an edge, I feel. How many like assaults did the Maximals wage versus the Predacons? Maximals are almost always on the defense. Almost always. Like maybe a handful <clears throat> the Maximals went headfirst into. You know, and like that was the same for Transformers Prime. No, like, that was just always when Primal had the. <laughs> so, Dalton, uh, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add to that. To your devastation thing. Show ain't the uh, same without Dalton. I, I, for me, oh, yeah. Uh, for me, I, I think it makes it better when they're at a disadvantage. Personally, I just. It makes the victory all the better when it comes to the end of the series. Like yeah. they actually work towards it. It's like, oh, we we had this the whole time. I feel like that storytelling like in there's, general. There's no. There's there's a lot of stories that I do enjoy where the good guys had an absolute advantage, or maybe they got too arrogant, and you know the the bad guy came in and, uh, you know, took over that that like that small victory they thought they had. So not not necessarily in Transformers because I feel like in Transformers where it's the series where they're evenly matched, it just it isn't as compelling. And I don't know why. It's just with Transformers, I feel that way. What do you mean? Which series? Like uh, like like Armada, Energon, Cybertron, G One. Um, yeah. You know, uh, even even to a degree animated as well. I felt like both teams and animated were evenly matched. You know. I'll disagree with you on G1. You don't think that they were evenly matched in G1? No, especially not in the comics. Well, that's... that's, And the the comics, uh, the G1 comics had some of the best writing and storyline, I think, ever. And yet, all the firepower was on the Decepticons. Uh, They had greater numbers at the beginning. And I I just feel that it was uh, the underdog at that point for the Autobots. Yeah, and, and that, that's yeah. Story. I haven't I haven't read the, the the G1 comics, so mostly I was just referring to the cartoon. I feel like in the cartoon it was like the Autobots were yeah, but cartoon was made to sell the toys. They're going to sell yeah. the uh, the good guys. Once again, subjective. Right, and that's that's true. I always like in stories where it's like, you know, it's, it, you know who the narrative says the bad guy is, but is they are they really the bad guy? You know, and we saw that a lot with Megatron in the IDW run. Like, was he really a bad guy? Just a dude that through a bunch of unfortunate circumstances had to do things and take certain routes that 
he felt was best for the entire, you know, race. You know, so like, like stuff Brothers like that. Really, the bad guy and falling down. I never saw that movie. I know oh, that, that was a great movie. Great movie. I'll have to check it out. But you know, stuff like that. Like even you know, um, like like was Megatron necessarily the bad guy in Beast Machines? You know, he was trying to do away with uh, the chaotic element of individualism. Like obviously, you say that. Like you look at that and you're like, you're crazy if you think that's a good thing. But in his mind, it was like. You know, he stopped conflicts. You know, he stopped. Uh, he stopped a lot of bad shit by doing something bad that we would consider bad. He did the Thanos approach, right? Like, is Thanos wrong? Maybe not. So, get rid of world hunger. <laughs> yeah. Why are they even making a sequel? Um, the end. Because it makes money. <laughs> exactly. Well, Thanos made a whole lot of money, so we're just going to bring him back. Uh, Chris, what about you, man? Um, I'm team bad guys forever. <clears throat> right, so bad guys equal good guys. Yeah. That's fair. Brett, no, I know you'd mentioned... Oh, Iron Man's going to make a lot of money, so... You'd, you'd mentioned you know, like the G1 comics. Was there any anything else like you wanted to... I, I never thought Beast Machines was a good story. Really? <laughs> I, I never thought it was a good story at all. Didn't care for it. Maybe, maybe in these uh, the, these upcoming episode reviews, you change your mind. I doubt it. But when does okay. that start? <laughs> Next week. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is not having it. Actually, next week I am unavailable. Funny how that works out, isn't it? <laughs> good timing. It's all right, Chris. I'll take up for us. These machines bad. I, I, I tend I tend to try and forget about it, just altogether. Didn't happen. Kabard mentioned that uh, in Beast Machines, Megatron turned Rhinox into a believer, and like that's something. Like that was Optimus Prime. Like that was his boy. You know what I mean? Like they were the best. He was the Red boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Teller <laughs> had mentioned uh, Last Stand of the Wreckers, where heroes were outnumbered, and it's one of the most celebrated comics. That's true. Uh, fantastic story. I love that story. And uh, Kabar also I said that the, Predacons, pretty soon. the Predacons had a, a Protoform X or Rampage on their side. So definitely overpowered. Till the last episode, apparently. So. Anybody else have anything they want to add before we uh, wrap this thing up? Gotta wrap it up. Got to. I- can't, can't really think of anything. Todd, where can people find you, man? You can find me everywhere at Daltonian's DFs. That's good. Joe? Here. Brett? Make us make a toy fan. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Joe. That's right. You weren't here at the beginning, Chris. Oh, what did that mean? <laughs> he, he was just like, here. What's well, funny this time as well. Brett, go ahead, man. Uh, Mega Must Make a Toy Fan Facebook. Sweet. Chris, where can people find you, man? The internet. That works. Uh, as always, I'm Primal Sabbath. You can find me here, which is uh, fairly obvious, and on all parts of the interweb. 
Uh, don't forget to check out other cool table networks such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Figa Bangin', Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, First Communications, Do It Verbally Challenged, and of course, last but not least, Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. Honorable podcast that you can check out is also uh, Back and Forth, Blackout and Shout. Back and Forth is also referred to as Blackout and Shout. Uh, back out and shout. Back out and forth shout. <laughs> <laughs> All pull out and shout. Uh, pull out and shout. All queued up. Off the runner. Bed, bath, and bionicle. Cybercast in around 30 minutes with Deluxe Baldwin. So uh, until then, fellas, we will well, – fellas and any, any ladies out there, you know what I'm saying? Catch us next week. Same time, this channel. Goodbye.